Hello, and welcome back to Manga Kaiwa. Yes, you know, we couldn't rele not release an episode after a hiatus, as the master of hiatus himself says that he'll, he'll cease his hiatus. Like, we cannot do that. I'm sorry if that was too complicated, but essentially, we did hear the news about HXH coming back today. I mean, okay, we were always planning this, but <laughs> it was just, it was just like the, the the nail in the coffin. Like, there's no way we couldn't have recorded at this point, because like that would just put us to shame. I mean, if if we were worse than <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funny part is, like, we're actually both uh, we're physically together again. Yeah, which is which is rare. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we I guess we I guess it's kind of funny that we both like got the news. You know when we were together, so I guess I guess that's just that's just perfect. Really, you know. It's fate, bro. Perfect timing. Yes, fate. 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 Causality. 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 Yes. Yes. Causality. All right. You know. You know. We needed to make the berserk joke if we can. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Yeah. And so, what is today's topic? Mind letting me know that. All right. So today we'll be doing our top ten attacks slash techniques. Yes, indeed. So obviously, a big staple of anime and manga is that. You know, you have all these sad anime boys who scream out their tack names before they do them. Which is staple, right? Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, th th this kind of weird segmenting of attacks. And, like, you know, isn't always the most realistic portrayal of combat, but it sure is what it is in anime. <laughs> yeah, and of course, more often than not, than not you'll um, actually say your attack name. Yeah. You yeah, and that's why we know how to name them That's here. how you know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously, techniques do exist in actual combat, and a lot of these are probably based off of stuff like that, uh, which makes them really cool, because, you know, you get all the bells and whistles of, like, the flashy, colorful power system energy in some cases, that, like, makes it look all cool and stuff like that. Um, so, I guess taking all of that into account, like, how cool, I mean, personally, this is my criteria, and how cool I think the, the concept of it is, like, the idea of the technique itself, then how cool the visual, uh, like, demonstration of it is, and even how it thematically contributes to the character sometimes, I think that, personally, is, like, the main way I'm judging these, because some of these are just so freaking cool, man. Yeah. And it depends, obviously, on if you're reading the manga or watching the anime, and sometimes both, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited. I don't want to wait any longer. Yes, all right. So, will you be starting then? Yes, gladly. All right. So, at my number 10 spot is the Lava Release Rasen Shuriken from Naruto Shippuden. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know me? I can't just go with the... Uh, the normal or a Sengon or Rasen Shuriken even, I gotta go with this one. It's been used only once, I think, in the series. So I don't know, maybe in Borzo, Naruto uses it. But um but I feel like this moment was just so epic because you know, you had Naruto um come back to fight Naruto. I mean come Naruto come back to fight Naruto <laughs> <laughs> after being, you know, presumed dead, but you see like he's um but you see he's different. He has the sage uh, the the six has sage power, even though he's not in the actual chakra mode, but you can see it in his eyes, and it's just like even you know moderate's like, oh, he's different. Somehow. After he kicks away the truth seeking worm, damn. Yeah, he just yeah yeah just he, he does the dab while he does it. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, he does do the dab. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just so he's just like yeah he, he like you know fights moderate just like hand to hand, and he just like you know he just fires it at him. He just like. And it, it freaking slices the whole, like... It slices the god tree. tree. The god tree apart. Yeah. Why do they... So that just... <laughs> that just... That was just, like, such an, like, an impactful moment. And visually, it's... It's visually very stunning as well. I feel like... They really, like... like um, I feel like they really, um, I guess... Nailed, the, like, the, like, lava effect of it. And of course, you had... Our boy Son Goku powering it. <laughs> so, you know. Got all of that. 
Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I remember when he uses like all the releases in yeah. Smash and Shuriken as well. Yeah. But I guess that one's unique because it's like, oh wait, he can do that? Yeah. <laughs> Question mark? Yes. Yeah. Alright, well then, yeah. without further ado, I will move on to my number 10 if you don't mind, Ben. Which yep. is... Whoa, upside down. Um, Baki's liquidification technique. Okay, so this isn't really too much manga spoilers because he has used it against Biscuit Oliver in the latest season of uh, Baki. But um, I just think this technique is just so Baki. Like, you know, Baki loves to, you know, blur the line between imagination and reality, like, in a really nonsensical, like, absurd way. You know, like, it's, it's just Baki. It's, it's, you know, you, do, you don't have to believe things to enjoy the series. It's just what it is, and you accept it. Um, and I think the liquidification technique is Baki's specialty. I think when he realizes the importance of flexibility and looseness after all his experience in the hundreds of chapters before that, right? Um, he uses this against Biscuit Oliver. I think, well, he doesn't use it. I guess he experiences it in the fight against Biscuit Oliver. And particularly in Son of Ogre, which we're in right now, I guess, in the anime too. And in the lead up to his climactic battle with his daddy. Um, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't have said it that way. Uh, essentially, um, he really learns how to master the feeling that he experienced in the fight with Oliver, which is liquidifying himself and then using the explosiveness of his heart his his return to solid form to like in, like achieve incredible speeds and um i think a lot of people associate this with his classic cockroach dash technique basically he says that the cockroach and i guess this is true i'm not sure i don't know if i can trust baki <laughs> the cockroach has the highest starting speed of any creature on earth so essentially when it starts its dash it's already at max speed and i think although it's not as fast as like for say the top speed of a cheetah or something like that it's still incredibly fast especially for that scale and um i think it's just so wacky and just so characteristic of baki how he's able to use like these absurd like meta concepts to strengthen himself um and i just appreciate it for that for sure yeah all right. Yeah, yeah. I gotta love like, just like the like the whole like metaphysics of Baki. Right. Like, he's just able to like will stuff into existence, basically. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. not even him. It's other characters too. I think yeah. uh, our friend was mentioning this yesterday when we were talking to him. But like you know, there is a part in the manga where like Katsumi Orochi does something similar too. It's like really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah, that's Baki for you. All right. Yeah. Oh my god. Typical Baki. Watching. Typically Baki. Typical yeah. Baki. As our, our as a good YouTuber, um, AR manga, I think would say. Oh, yeah. Best Baki YouTuber. Yes, both show. All right. Without further ado, my number nine spot has to go to um the time stop from Jojo no Kimio Naboki. Oh ho. Yes. So yeah, um, this is my. Actually, my only uh, JoJo's representation on the list. Now, I have to say, I do... Now, don't get me wrong. I do love stands, like, as a power system. But I feel like a lot of this is, like, the visual and, I guess, like, the feeling the abilities give me. But without a doubt, I mean, the time stop is just... Um, I mean, I, for one thing, I feel like the anime, like, nailed this very well. Like, the whole, like... Like, the, like the sound the effects. The beams uh, nailed it, too. <laughs> like, uh, Yeah. But it's just... It's the just, clock sound effects as yeah, well. Yeah, but yeah. even so, because, like, you know, I do like how, you know, there are, like, other, like, you know, I, I feel like the, um, like, the, um, you know, the, the, I guess the antagonists that do follow after part three all mess with time in some way, but I, I feel like, I don't know, I just appreciate... It doesn't get more like, iconic. Than like, iconic than, yeah, you know, yeah. the symbol time stop, you yeah, know? Yeah, mm -hmm. But, yeah, just, like, that moment, uh, like, where, you know, 
where actually jo you find out like Jotaro is able to do it as well, and you're just like, what? Yeah, but and it's but, also so impressive how they're all hopeless against it. They're just like, especially yeah. when Jotaro realizes he can see in soft time, but he just can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and of course you have like, like those first moments, right, where like it doesn't actually show like Dio in stopped time, but like, it's just like you know how you have phone up trying to go up the stairs, and it's like it spawned the whole meme where it's like. Dio, like, manually, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> Which, put him I, I mean, honestly, that's, that must be how he did it. I mean, he's just messing what? <laughs> yeah, Dio is just, like, so eccentric in that way. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's the time stop. Hokio yes. Otomade. Yeah. Iconic, iconic phrase, yeah. too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, also, stands don't really have, like, technique-based powers. They True, just have yeah. abilities. But I think that's what makes it a little difficult to include a lot of the things that happen in JoJo in lists like these. Um, but I may have something in the future, you know. Right. In any case, my number nine spot is a Shaman King technique. So oversouls are iconic. There's no doubting that. Um, and my favorite oversoul actually is the, the first evolution, or let's say I think it's probably the second main evolution of Yol's oversoul with, um, with uh, Amida Maru called Spirit of Sword. Oh my god. Oh my god! I love this uh, this this transformation to a certain extent, too, because it's essentially just, like, as over-the-top as you can make it, right? Uh, Yo uses his Oversoul, and I think in addition to um, Aminamaru, he uses a kind of hereditary sword of his household, of the Asakura household, um, and he turns his sword into this massive energy blade, and it's, like, impossibly huge. But just, like, the visual, especially the way that Take uh, illustrates in the manga is just so cool. Like, how he, like, stretches it in double pages and stuff like that. And, um, I actually like the final evolution of Yo's Oversoul. The Byako, the, 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 the white swan, I'm pretty sure it is. But I prefer this one because it's just, it just get more badass than that. I mean, like, Yo was never stronger. Um, and I, uh, I really enjoy that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep, gotta get back into, um... Shaman King. Shaman King, I mean, the, the anime has just been, like, rifling through the content. It's just crazy how fast it's yeah, gone so through it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright, so, next on my list is, um, is Haka no Togame, which is, um, Rukia's, um, Bankai from Bleach. Is it? Yeah. So I feel like with, um, some Bankai, I feel like some Bankai are, are more, like, I guess transformations, like, you know, Kenpachi's, I would say. And I would say, um, you know, Toshiro, he, uh... Definitely no, Toshiro, definitely Toshiro, yeah. Toshiro, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I feel like, um, and, you know, but of course, like, Rukia's, um, Bankai does transform her physically, but I feel like the actual, like, like the attack as well is very, um, visually... It is cool. It is Are you cool, talking, yeah. you're talking her Bankai, right? Her yeah. Bankai, oh, yeah, yeah. God, bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, and especially the opponent she used it against, like... Ugh, bro. Yeah. What's his name again? I, I think his name was, um... Asnot. Asnot, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's it's especially, like, emotionally good in that situation, too, because of uh, Byakuya, right? Yeah, but Byakuya as well. But, yeah, like, the whole, like, you know, Rukia, like, just fighting his, like, fear tactics and whatnot. Yeah. And just, like, that moment, I feel like... That, I feel like there's, like, a... Like the, it does. I think there is a, a spread of it as well. Ah, oh, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in typical Kubo fashion too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. and I think. Um, sorry if I'm interrupting you, bit, but I think the sub zero, like the absolute zero ability, is just genius. I think it's I agree, so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, visually it is very, very cool, and yeah, 
basically just like Rukia is just like um, basically badass Elsa in that moment. Yeah, and it's like it's cool because Rukia has kind of taken a back seat in the latest arcs, and then suddenly she actually gets a power up, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and now I'm just gonna say that um, it is. I mean, yeah, visually very stunning. Of course, like the. Like you said, the absolute zero ability is, like, very cool as well. Because, I mean, there's not... I mean, I feel like, like most opponents wouldn't really have, like, much of a counter against that. No, no, yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. a moment that I'm very excited to see animated in the coming... Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And I think that'll go really well with... If the visuals are like they were in the trailers, which obviously it's not going to be 100% like that, because trailers are always pretty up. You know, I think that'll look really, really good. Yeah. Um, And I also think, like... The fact that it has drawbacks on her is also a pretty cool thing. Like, just as a realistic kind of situation. Like, mm. you know, she can't activate it for too long or else she's going to freeze, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't actually have any bleach stuff on here. But believe me, I do appreciate it. Um, and, I mean, also, it's similarly to stands. I guess Zanpakuto's, although I do consider them techniques, they don't really have, like, many subcategorizations of attacks, I guess. It's just generally, like, you have your own attack pattern at that yeah. point. Um, so, my number eight spot is the Flying Raijin from Naruto. I think I've expressed this before, but in terms of just design and power systems, I mean, Minato is 100% my favorite. Uh, no doubt. Um, I really like his moveset because of how creatively he uses it. I love the caveat that, um, basically the Flying Raijin activates through markings, and I really enjoy, especially how it's demonstrated in the Kakashi flashback, or the Obito flashback, or whatever you want to call it, when Minato is essentially just showing off in front of his students, right? Yeah. And um, I, I think, uh, obviously, the fact that it's used with the the, the special uh, knives that he uses as well, I don't know exactly what they're called. I don't think they're called kunai, though. Um, essentially, that, I just think the way that you see how this man has mastered his technique is just so cool. Um, because it's just so clear that you know, he's used this technique and trained this technique to perfection. And I think, like, just the deftness with which he's able to use it also shows just how much Kishimoto thought it through. Um, and I think that's, like, those are the types of techniques I appreciate the most um, because you really kind of see how, uh, you know, everything sort of just, like, you know, like, yes, that is how you would use it. That is how you would use it to maximum efficiency. Especially, like, you know, when he, like, in the fight against Obito as well, like, yeah. um, when he didn't know he was Obito when he thought it was Madara. Like, that's obviously the most famous iteration of it, where the back of his head is marked, and it's like, yeah. he's able to dodge Kamui, and use the Rasengan on him, because of the flying Raijin. Yeah. And I mean, oh man, I love definitely that. Definitely one of the smoothest, like, attacks in the It series. is definitely yeah. one of the smoothest attacks yeah. in the series, yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, I was gonna say something, well, yeah, I mean, you also got of um... Like, Minato is just, like, absurdly long attack names. Yeah, oh my god, like, the wolf formation, the samsara, blah, blah, the, yeah. The wolf thing, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely, definitely, I definitely do appreciate it, yeah, even though yeah. it isn't on my list, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is probably my favorite Naruto technique, I would say, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Jutsu, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess, um, I do have one more um, Naruto representative on my list, so oh. I guess, um, and it is definitely, I guess, more flashy, I would say, but, um, uh -huh. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, moving on. So, my number eight... No, no, sorry, my number seven spot is the 100-type Guanyin Bodhisattva from X Hunter x Hunter, yes. God damn. Yeah, the, I guess the, I guess the anamanga of the day, really, but, um... Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... Of the day, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But because I, I feel like, um, in general, I, I feel like I'm actually not naturally inclined to, like, I guess, like, um, I don't know what the word is, but, like, sort of, like, kaiju, like, anime abilities. Yeah, yeah, like, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. But I feel like this one is just, like, executed very well. Yeah. yeah. And just, like, mm-hmm. you see the hands, like, just, like, going rapidly. It's just, like, um, and, like, that's what I was just, like, um, I think what he does is, like, he, like, counts off with the types, right? Or, um, I guess. Like, he counts off the hands, more like. Um, I, I don't, I don't remember. All I know is that there's zero hands. The zero, zero hand, yeah, yeah. Zero hand All is I just know like, um, zero hand at the end. It's just like the, the beam he shoots out of his mouth. Bruh. <laughs> very, very cool. Very epic, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, just like showing like, you know, and you know, of course we, I guess we know that like, you know, Netro is an enhancer, so it is. It is so weird. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I guess I could see how it could be like. Enhanced like a shockwave attack, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I looked it up on on the wiki, and it's true. Like, there's really only a, one way he could have done it, which is mixing a bunch of other types in the Nen ring. Yeah. Like, which just shows his proficiency with with Nen in general. Like, yeah. To be able to have mastery over other types to that extent that he's able to make it look like not like he it looks like a conjuration attack. I'm sorry, it doesn't look like an enhancer. Attack. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um. Yeah, Netro is goated. Indeed, yeah. Alrighty, so my number seven is from One Piece. Yes, from the time we last recorded, I have caught up on One Piece, I am proud to say, and it is definitely just as good as I heard it was. Um, I think that uh, One Piece has an incredible number of attacks, especially considering Devil Fruits and Haki and their various combinations, right? There are just limitless possibilities. But one of the ones I think is aesthetically... And just from a practical standpoint, one of the coolest is Gear Fourth Snake Man's Python ability. So Python allows Luffy to basically chase his targets with a fist, like a homing missile. And I just think this is so cool. Although, especially at the time when it was revealed, it didn't really make much sense because Rubber can't really just change directions. Personally, I don't find it that unbelievable because I guess I'm assuming Luffy still has somewhat of control over his ligaments and muscles, even when they're in their rubber extension form. Um, But I just think it's so cool how he's basically able to use that in combination with Future Sight and his battle against Katakuri. Um, Although he hasn't used it too many times before, uh, or after that, obviously used it once against Doflamingo. Um, But I just think it's so cool, especially because of how fast Katakuri is. Um, and I think the, that's one of the things the anime does a great job at, is portraying, like, the speed of Python and how it, like, accelerates every time it turns at an angle. Um, I just think from an aesthetic standpoint, um, it just looks so cool. And also as a representation of just how, like, Luffy is just able to do all of these really complicated attack combinations, this, despite being, like, apparently, like, a dimwit in real life, you know? Like, it's like, we, Battle Luffy is different from daily life Luffy. Yeah, I guess kind of like Goku, because yeah. Goku is, you know, he's... Battle right, genius, like, but... He's yeah. a genius in battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's you know, it's just a classic shonen protagonist. And, I mean, yeah. obviously, Luffy takes massive inspiration from Goku, so... Yeah. yeah. All right, so, moving on, I guess, well, I guess... Sort of going on along with the in the same vein with those types of protagonists. Um, number my number six spot is the Jajunkin. Oh, yeah, nice. I, I guess I guess some Hunter, people, Hunter back to back, back to back. Yeah, celebrating the day. <laughs> some people might go, wait, Jajunkin ahead of the Bodhisattva, but okay. I, but I feel like I don't know. I just have this um, 
I don't know. I just really like the like um the I guess the up close and personal sort of aspect. of Yes, it. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, but anyway, it, but it is also honestly visually stunning as well. Even like I I mean in the anime especially, um I do appreciate how like you know Gon obviously has the free types rock scissors and paper. I, I mean I think he only uses like scissors and papers. Scissors and paper, like, once each? Once each, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I think he... No, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he tried to use paper again another time, but he didn't. I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, of course, rock is where it's all at. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And True like, enhancement, yeah. And I feel like when Gon, like, in the moments Gon, like, uses Jirjankin, I feel like his, like, I guess his battle IQ is really put on full display, especially yeah, yeah. in the fight against, um... Knuckle. Know, Knuckle, well, yeah, Knuckle too, but also the bomber Genthru. Yeah. Well, obviously, I think that's probably where Gon, in general, in the entirety of HXH, has shined the most. I mean, obviously, there's adult Gon, but yeah. that's, I guess, not really Gon, if you get what I'm saying. It's more like Gon from the... I don't know. <laughs> but essentially, like, I, I feel what really, really impresses me about Jodankin, sorry to interject here, but... No, yeah. Is that... Um, is the way that the anime portrays it. Obviously, I haven't read the manga, so I can't really speak for it. I haven't read the mo- these parts of the manga, let's just say it like that. But essentially, the way, especially, I think, one of the best Jajankens is the one that never actually got to hit its target, which is the one he was using against Morel, or was going to use against Morel, in their, like, training Yeah, bouts. yeah. Like, just the darkness of it. Like, the yeah. way that Jajankens portray Gon's just mental state is just very impressive. Like, even in the in the, his adult form. Yeah. But then also, like, when he's when he's in the, in the ball match with Razor, like, you know, like, that too... I think it's all yeah, really and, and I feel like another very notable moment is um, when he's actually charging it against uh, Pito as well, and you, and you oh, sort of God, see yeah, like yeah. that dark energy, like sort of like um, it was actually I found it very reminiscent of like it gets a good tension, gets a good tension, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, with yeah. the hollow mask on, yeah, yeah. the hollow mask, yeah. yeah, yeah, and but yeah, I mean, like when it lands, I feel like it's just like um, I, I feel like it's a very satisfying attack to see land, you know? Yeah, for sure, for, for sure, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alrighty, so my. Number three attack. Or no, sorry. <laughs> what am I doing? Or number six, aren't we? Yeah, so my number six attack is Yami Skehiro's Dimension Slash. Okay, so this is the uh, Black Clover technique. And I do appreciate Black Clover's um, power system for a multitude of reasons. I think it doesn't really try to be overly complicated, and it does that in a really good way. Um, I think what the best part of Black Clover's power system is, is the visual representation. So especially because Yuki Tabata's arc is just so, so beautiful. And Dimension Slash is just, it's just so cool because Tabata's artwork is pretty detailed. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, surface kind of um, intricacies and things like that. And Yami Sukihiro's magic is darkness magic. And when he just does this straight up, just like, you know, Getsuga Tensho style slash, it's just black. It's just black in contrast to everything else. And it's just like this this blade that's going through everything. And it really has like this impact of a slice. Like a lot, like like nothing I've actually ever seen before. It just looks like it's cutting through something. And that's a really hard kind of feeling to convey, I feel like. At least when I'm trying to draw. <laughs> but I just, um, I think that that is definitely something I would praise it for. It just shows, I guess, the artist's consciousness of how to contrast things and how to work detail and just like shape and and depth of the the, the 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 black that they're using to like 
convey different kinds of motion. And I think like this is definitely one of the best ones, especially in the later parts of Black Clover where he like uses it on like these absurd scales. Like, yeah, like it's just the Black Cloak dimension slash. It's just, ooh, goddamn, yeah, it's really, really good stuff. Um, there's not really other anything else to say for it. Besides that, it just looks really, really cool. And that can go a long way. Which, um, yeah. I For sure, it. yeah. I mean, visuals are definitely a huge part of, like, the ones on my list. I mean, because fights are a lot about visuals. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, a lot about. Obviously not all about. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, all right. So, number five on my list is the is Mugetsu, which is uh, the move um, Ichigo uses when he unlocks the final Getsuga Tensho. So, it's a bit, I guess it's a little confusing because, like, you're not really sure if, like, Mugetsu is, like, the actual transformation he taps into in that moment, or if it's, like, the actual, like, the, you know, the blast he shoots out. But regardless, it's, um, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's, like, the most visually stunning attack, but it's just, like, the sheer magnitude of it. Like, seeing, like, Ichigo just, like, with one, you know, fell swoop, with one swing, really, just, like, cause all of that destruction, and just, like, like seeing, like, Aizen, like, you know, get hit by it. Like, in that moment, you see, like, the half. It's just like, oh, my God. It's like... Yeah. Like, one, one of the most, I guess, I, I'm going to say it, hype moments in Bleach. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's an iconic key visual from Bleach, for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, I think what's awesome is that, like, um, I'm pretty sure Ichigo explains it as him becoming the Getsuga itself, right? Yeah. Which is sort of like, he is the Getsuga, the final Getsuga. Yeah. And he is a one-bullet cannon, basically. So, one chart, like, one-round cannon, that case. Yeah. But a very powerful one cannon. <laughs> yeah. So much so that he needs to go through the Fullbring arc in order to get his Soul Reaper powers back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it kind of backfires in that way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, in that moment. Yeah. Uh huh. Alrighty. Mind if I move on? Yep. All right. All right. All right. So my number five spot is Crazy Slots. So I've I think expressed to you a few times before, Ben. Tell me if I'm wrong. That Crazy Slots is my favorite nun ability. Right? Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but essentially, and I want to make a clear distinction, Nen ability, I like the concept of it as a Nen ability. There's one more Hunter Hunter ability, Nen ability above this that I'm still saving for later that we've actually already talked about before spoilers, spoilers. I guess that doesn't really, you know, that, that, that doesn't really reveal anything because we've already mentioned two Nen abilities until now. Yeah. But I think Crazy Slots is just like such a cool and funky ability, especially because Crazy Slots has a consciousness. <laughs> um, I think it's just so cool how it, like, screws Kite over a few times. Obviously, I, I don't know if it's cool, because it might have contributed to his defeat in one way or another. Yeah. Which is a catalyst for a lot of pretty uh, nasty events in the story. Yeah. So Crazy Slots may be sort of like uh, the main villain, but... <laughs> uh, I really like the way that, like... I also like all the iterations of Crazy Slots, like the, the, the firearm form, but then... The, the, oh my god, the, the, the scythe form is just yeah. the coolest. Um, even though Kite doesn't seem to like it, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, I guess he doesn't like it in the situations that it puts him in, but... Yeah. Just the waltz technique that he uses when they're being ambushed in the forest. Um, it just shows, and I think, you know, this is an important part of that arc, especially the early parts of Chimera Antarch. The, just the, the... You know, you can be as experienced a Nen user as possible, but at the end of the day, a human is a human. Kite is immensely powerful, but he's still overcome by a being that I don't think even know, like, barely knows Nen at that point, or not, not at all. And it's just, um, I just think, like, the the limitations that Togashi places on his characters in terms of power, even the most experienced ones, 
and the most powerful ones is just something that makes Hunter 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 for me, in my opinion. You know, it's just that's just how it is. So it is. Yeah, just how it is. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that scythe has a nasty curve to it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it is interesting because, you know, I mean, Kite himself says, um, you know, oh, yeah. Bad draw. <laughs> bad draw. And, and he, he says you know, he doesn't like crazy slots, I guess. But, like, I mean, he is the one who... That is it. his ability. That is his ability. You know, like, like, I guess maybe it shows, like, he doesn't like fighting in the first place. I don't yeah, know. Something I, like that. I guess so, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, yeah. All right, so... Moving on, so my number four spot is Night Guy. Night Guy? Night Guy, yeah. All right, so Night Guy. I hear the music in my my head right now. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, Night Guy is the, um, is Might Guy's strongest attack in Naruto. It's, um, the, um, the, basically the highest form of Taijutsu, I guess, that we know of. It's, um, you know, just, it's basically, I mean, when you think about it, it's a kick. Right, but it's like a guy, like, you know, it's basically a guy charging up, and then you see this like dragon, like envelop him, like this yeah, red dragon, blood him. dragon, blood probably. dragon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was um, you know, I guess the precursor to this technique would be um, Hirudora, which was used by guy, I think, in his um Seven Gates form against Kisame. Yeah, but then there's also Evening Elephant, right? Evening Elephant, yeah, yeah but I guess. But Hirudora, Hirudora is also an avatar, yeah, avatar, yeah, avatar, yeah, but yeah. So I feel like just like seeing that moment, I feel like again like the anime did a really good job. The of anime did a really good job capturing it, yeah, and just like the impact as well. Like, just like seeing, yeah. yeah, I mean, guys like leg get broken, also like Madara's like yeah, rib yeah. cage get, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and like just at the end, how or at least throughout the battle, how Madara is like literally straight up telling guy, you are the strongest taijutsu user I've ever encountered. Like that must, to some extent, be gratifying as someone who doesn't have chakra at all. You know, it's just. I mean, well, he does have chakra. It's just that well, he doesn't very use... little, very little. Yeah, yeah, very little. And he, d it's not like he uses it in combat either. Well, I mean... no, but he, uh, but does he does though, doesn't he? I mean, because like the the you know the aura that we see. Wait, actually, but no, though, because that's his blood, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's blood. It's but, not chakra. But I feel like even then, like he's still using chakra in the sense that he's expending energy, isn't he? Or well, but think about Lee. Lee has absolutely no chakra, but he's still able to open gates, right? I don't know, because I always I thought it was like a, not, yeah. not a matter of like not having chakra, but just not 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 having an affinity for ninjutsu. I I didn't but, know that. I think it like, I'm not sure because. Lee's not able to do Genjutsu either. Well, yeah, and, Genjutsu yeah. as well. I guess the only Jutsu that Guy has ever really done is a summoning. And that doesn't require a lot of chakra, does it? I think it just requires, like, a certain contract and things like that. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, it does require chakra. What am I saying? Um, but, no, 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 I think... I think, regardless of that, Guy is a proficient Taijutsu user. And it's just, like, the fact that he's able to do what he does is just... Crazy against Madara, all people, bro. And Madara, not just Madara, any Madara, but Biju Madara. Yes. Or I guess, um, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jubi Madara. Jubi yeah. Madara, yeah. Yeah. There's no uh, convenient uh, uh, abbreviation like Jubito for Madara, is there? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jubi Dara. Jubi, Jubi Madara. Jubi Dara, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, my number four... I'm speaking very slowly, is Benimaru's Akatsuki from, uh, um, 
Fire Force, where I just completely lost my thought. Actually, we were, I showed you this the other day when we were in the store. It's that technique. The, 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 the double page that I showed you of the Fire Force volume in, oh. uh, at Alley Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was just like, I mean, oh my god. It just like, the, 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 just the impact of that technique. In the manga as well, I think there's one chapter, obviously, that has not been animated in like the later arcs of uh, Fire Force where um, he uses this against, I think, the doppelganger of his, his former master, basically. And just the impact, I have, like, just, you know, as Yami Sukiro's Dimension Slash really, really is good at conveying this, slicing, cutting, there is no, like, more explosive, impactful attack I've seen, at least in terms of illustration. Um, the way that, like, you know, just, like, the impact hits, and then there's almost, like, this burst, like, everything is just, it just it's just so taut that it's about to explode. I think the anime does a really good job at this as well, especially with uh, the infamous sound design um, of of the series, which is really really good, and it deserves all its praise. I think it's really interesting in in that Asakusa arc how like they just like animate it like there's just a whiteout at the end with all this fire that's all over the place, and um, purely again for the visuals and just how well it's able to tap into that sort of like suspension of disbelief, like just coming straight at you almost like a pop up book. It's just like you know. If you're able to go that far beyond the page and really just convey that feeling of explosion to the reader, it, it, it tells you something about this person's artistic abilities for sure. I love that attack, even if it's just a simple bang-bang, explosion, palm, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So, wait, so bang, bang so it's an explosion palm, you said? Well, basically, yeah. So it's just a release of extremely condensed flames hmm. in one spot. At least that's what it's assumed. Yeah. I see, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. Yeah. All right, so going on to my number three spot, it's the final flash. Oi, oi, oi! Yeah, um, yeah. So it's the final flash, which was done by Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z, of course. Legend. And um, yeah, so I mean, as you know, as we all know, Dragon Ball is really the beam attack anime. Yeah. You know, so I guess so. Vegeta's final flash isn't really, you know. It, uh, isn't particularly unique with regards to you know the other attacks we see in you know Dragon Ball, but I feel like the impact of it just isn't something that has really been replicated for me at least personally in Dragon Ball ever. Like since then, I, I just like that, um, you know, I guess like the um, I, you know the uh, the impact of that moment, just like seeing Vegeta like charge it, like just like putting every like, is all into it against. So, and just, like, because, like, I feel like it's, like, a, and, and, of course, he, it is one of the, the longer charges in Dragon Ball. I think it's, like, four or five minutes, even, but, like, just, like, seeing, like, that, like, finally, you know. <laughs> get, get released, yeah, get yeah. Get released, yeah, and just, like, seeing Cell go, like, you know, like, go, like, Cell. Totally reaction from, shots like, of Cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, the thing is, like, it's just, like, so, like, you know. Like you feel so rewarding because you you because you sell you know it's it's like you see him, kind of being like oh yeah all smug and stuff yeah, all yeah. smug and oh yeah I'll let all right Vegeta fine I'll let you charge your this attack of yours I'll take it head on, but it's just like you see him just realize oh yeah I've made this horrible mistake that's and when he realized he effed up he effed up yeah and, and like <laughs> and when you know and the only reason Cell was able to survive really is because like at the, at the last moment really he moved out of the way but even still like it took off like you know 
though. I I got, I got huge. Like I basically I think like the, either the left the left or right side of his body, which is and yeah. it's like yeah, it's like but yeah like just like that the final flash you know, I, I especially like 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 in the dub like that moment like just like 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 the dialogue combined with like the OST like the um you the know pride of Vegeta yeah the pride of Vegeta just like um. Well, well, yeah. I mean, the, well, the OST that plays is um, is the dragon theme, of course, which is um, featured, I guess, prominently in, in moments like those. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just it's just something that you really have to see with your own eyes and hear with your own. Well, I've ears. heard a lot about yeah. like the visual representation, like how it extends from the planet and stuff. Yeah, like exactly. That, like, like, that oh, moment as well, just yeah, like yeah. seeing like that huge like shockwave, and then like yeah, it extending out and like. Yeah, I think you actually see like they're destroying like a like a like a, like a distant star. Or yeah, which it's is like, like typical Dragon Ball. Like yeah, yeah uh, collateral damage. Collateral. <laughs> collateral. It's the beam anime and the collateral damage anime. Yeah, <laughs> both much, at yeah. once. Alrighty, so my number four attack, I believe, is one that we've already mentioned so far. But I mean, I just cannot get over how cool it was, and visually, I think Madhouse just nailed it. The one hundred hand. 100 type Guan Yin Bodhisattva. I mean, I'm not going to say too much about this. It's just the way that, like, Netro just... It just feels... Obviously, it takes probably a lot more energy. And, of course, Netro eventually loses this battle. How he just nonchalantly just slaps the King of the Chimera Ants away is just crazy. Um, I just think that it's just, like... It's just a typical, like... It's just, like, what I would imagine a god would fight like, you know what I'm saying? And I think the fact that he's using this Guanyin Bodhisattva as his combat medium is just the perfect kind of, like, reflection of, like, you know, him as a character, this enlightened person that is essentially taking the reins of the most powerful organization, arguably, in the world. I think, um, uh, I think it's just, like, you know, there's, the, I, I could not have imagined a better Nen technique for Netero. Um, and... Obviously, it gives Merum, someone who has been built up as one of the most powerful characters so far, a very hard time. Like, I, I think it especially gets pretty intense when you realize that Netro is keeping up with this superhuman being that's, like, bouncing around at light speed <laughs> in this underground cavern, and it's sla he's slapping it away every time, and, uh, you know, until he doesn't, but that's another story. In any case, Guanyin Bodhisattva, incredible technique, visually... The anime nailed it. And obviously, I think there's a very famous spread in the manga that cannot be forgotten either. The one that sort of like characterizes them in almost like that typical kind of like um, older traditional artistic Japanese style. That is a legendary panel too. But um, either way, you can't really discard this one. It's one of the best in any manga for sure. Yep, Mosho. All right. All right, so moving on to my number two. It's the Dragon of the Darkness Flame. Oh, yeah, I yeah. heard you talking about this the yes. first time you saw it. You were so hyped, I remember. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, man. Like, just, like, okay, visually, this is just, like, I mean, by far one of the most impressive attacks I've seen in anime. I wow, feel like, yeah. like, even with, you know, like, obviously, you know, with Yu Yu Hakusho being, like, an older anime, you know, of course, like, older animation, um, really none of the epicness is lost. I mean, especially, I mean, with the visuals, just, like, you see, like, like you know, the like the black dragon, like the black fire with like the purple shading. I just like visually, it's just it's the Amaterasu dress. <laughs> just yeah, basically yeah, be, it's a better Amaterasu. Yeah. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, and just like 
and also like um like I mean yeah like the first moment is just like insanely like impactful and just like seeing he is opponent just like completely get completely vaporized like there's literally nothing left <laughs> but like but also seeing like like uh he he is I guess like variability with his ability like uh, variability with his ability is like um, <laughs> later on is very um is very cool to see as well because like he does like you know he's able to I think absorb it at some point which is just um you know just cool knowing he can do that and I think he actually does. Um, turn it into a sword as well as one. That is, like the sword, that is pretty. Like the sword brilliant. of the darkness flame. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, visually and like and like yeah. So both visually and like in its application, like dragon in the darkness flame is just like, um, it is really one of the best attacks for me personally. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Again, another series I have to read. Um, all right. So my number two is spin from part seven. Um, hasn't really, didn't really show up in part eight, I guess you could say, to a certain extent, but not really. I'm not, I, I don't think, I, I don't think that the start, soft and wet go beyond really was the traditional spin as it was portrayed in part seven. Even if you think that the technique I am talking about is part seven's spin. Um, just the way that you kind of, at the end, accept that you're never really going to understand what spin is, because that's exactly what it is. It's just basically believing in something that you didn't think was possible just like johnny did when you know gyro told him to do these things these crazy things like use your muscles <laughs> and he was like no that's crazy but the way that spin works and it's like enigmatic nature is i think the thing that works best in its favor it's like araki just feeds us the bare minimum information about it the concept of it and then just tells us to sit with the rest and i think like that very rarely works sometimes it just feels like a bit of bsing but in this case, it doesn't, because the thing is, is that Araki's stand abilities and techniques have always revolved around this sort of pseudoscience. Um, and I think this is the perfect, perfect example of that, because it's almost like mysticism and science combined. Like, you, you feel the power of this technique, and now it's connected to the very laws of the universe. Spinning. Like, uh, you know, thinking about how, like, things that spin and how spinning is such an important part of how our universe functions like you know the the stars spin around um other stars and you know those galaxies spin around another center like there's always some kind of vortex and um i think you know a lot of other works have also emulated that concept like with berserk and the vortex and things like that and i think the way that araki is able to i guess solidify that into a technique is just so cool especially how it evolves and also evolves the stands as a result um, we have multiple instances of that with Tusk and also with, obviously, Ballbreaker at the end. Um, I just think it's just, I mean, also visually, especially in the colored versions, it just looks so cool with the golden rectangle. And the way that, like, golden rectangles appear, like, like as cross-sections, like, on both sides of their horses, and they're able to use the, the spin on their horses, like, I mean, that's, I think that that's pretty freaking cool. Um, I also think it's just cool how their stands just revolve around that and obviously the final evolution of spin into the infinite spin is not to be understated either it's really freaking cool because i mean it freaking follows d4c into another dimension i mean how much more like reality breaking can you get than that right um yeah definitely appreciate them from rocky yeah my personal opinion it is far superior to hamon even though hamon's already pretty good yeah yeah, and I guess, because, like, we were, I mean, obviously, we were talking about it yesterday as well, but, like, what are we saying, like, I guess, were you saying, like, how, like, 
it's not really explained, right? Spin it's is not just... really explained. Yeah. It's more explained as like spinning with a very particular feeling to it, like spinning along a very particular kind of pattern that allows it to gain this incredible momentum, basically. I yeah. mean, obviously there's the golden rectangle, so you spin it kind of along the golden rectangle. But even before that, I think, you know, the way that Gyro explains it to Johnny in this really rudimentary way suggests that it's just a pattern that you have to spin it around. Mm. And um, I think just like the fact that understanding it is the key to strengthening it is just such a cool thing as well, because obviously we're not able to do that. So, yeah. you know, basically, if, if Iraqi were to explain this and we couldn't do the spin as audience members, it would sort of <laughs> defeat the argument, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So, without further ado, Yes. So, my number one spot is Fusion. Fusion? Oh, I love this technique. I mean, what can I say? I'm a sucker for Fusion. Like, like, whatever, like, you know, Gogeta or Vegito show up in DBZ like, or Dragon Ball in general. It's just, it's just like peak Dragon Ball, you know. Yeah, peak Dragon Ball for me, yeah. Like just like, but seriously, I mean, I, I just, I, I guess, I just really appreciate Fusion because of like, really, I mean, Fusion for Dragon Ball was just a Pandora's box, really, in a way, because mm -hmm. like, you know, it just opened up this like plethora of like, you know, possibilities. Like, even if like Fusion isn't really, you know, really frequently used, frequently used in canon. Um, you know, like, the sheer, like, possibilities of it, like, I, like, there's, like, actually, like, a whole, like, there, there is, like, a game devoted to it, um, Dragon Ball Fusions, which, um, just has these, all of these insane combinations, right. and, like, Goku and, and Frieza Fusion. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, not, well, yeah, Goku and Frieza, <laughs> it is, yeah, I mean, technically possible, I mean, yeah. really anything is possible with Fusion, mm -hmm. but I feel like, but, and, and, and even, you know, beyond Dragon Ball, I mean, you know, people, I'm, I'm sure have, like, imagined, like, Fusions for other series as well, like I, I guess, like, like imagine, Deadpool like, and Saitama. Yeah, no, like I mean, Gon and Kiwa, like Naruto and Sasuke, like I mean, really, I mean, like yeah, but like, just like yeah, fusion is just like, and also like the ways in which like the like, the, the dance, users, bro, that <laughs> the dance, yeah, and of course the guitar earrings, like and it's just like seeing like the um you know the users' attacks get like combined, but also like the fusions like own original techniques, like I know Gogeta has the um. The Stardust Breaker and Go Vegito has the like Spirit Sword, and of course Gotenks has all like all his like wacky techniques like the um the like, the Ghost Kamikaze attack. <laughs> but, um, Classic attack. Classic yeah. attack. Yeah. Even I but, know yeah. about that attack. <laughs> but, yeah, for me, Fusion is just yeah, just peak anime, um, peak anime um, revelation sort of like re revealing. Yeah, it, it it has that effect, right? It's like, what is it gonna look like? What is it gonna look like? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I mean, again, uh, it has influenced a lot of other media in the sense that yeah, I mean, fusions from other media probably take a lot of inspiration from the original Dragon Ball version of it. Um. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say it, but you, you know what I need to do. You know what I need to do. I need to. I need to get into that series. I guess I did say it at the end. <laughs> in any case let's not end this on a sad note just because I haven't read Dragon Ball my number one is Black Flash from Jujutsu Kaisen okay so Jujutsu Kaisen has so many cool techniques I know some people are going to ask you know if, if, if they hear this like why would you choose one of the incredible men like curse techniques and I appreciate them so much I really do 
and I mean, many of them could have made it into my top 20 for sure. Um, I think, though, that Black Flash, in its visual delivery, both in the anime and the manga, in particular in the manga, even though the anime does it so, so well, just, I guess, in a different way, and I almost prefer how it's done in the manga, um, I just think it's just, it's just so cool, the principle of it, which is basically unrivaled concentration. Like, yeah, you can talk to me about domain expansions, curse techniques, they're all incredible, and they all involve a huge amount of, I guess, conceptual adeptness and just like really ironing out like how something like this would work by the author in a way that really feels believable and um, really makes the combat that much more engaging because you could follow along with it at the end um, and really almost like predict how it would happen. It's like you're in that world. Black Flash is like almost the opposite. It's something so intangible. Um, and I guess you guys have probably noticed, especially with Spin, that I'm a sucker for things that are sort of like semi-mystical and not really explainable. Um, and I think that Black Flash, um, the way that it uses concentration and like the idea that, you know, achieving maximum cursed energy output in like less than a fraction of a second, like in like something like, you know, several decimal places to the right of like, you or, you know, de several decimal places, um, you know, less than one second, like that, that can basically enlighten you practically that this technique using it displays a supreme understanding of cursed energy is just something i find so cool because essentially after that you're sort of on this enlightened high sort of and i think the idea of that is just so creative and somehow very kind of like almost down-to-earth martial arts in a way that um i think a lot of curse techniques aren't which is not to say that it's bad just i find that the way that giga akatomi is able to do that with like the sort of just the, the clarity that you achieve, especially after you do consecutive black flashes, and like how there are like records about who can do the most consecutive black flashes. I just think that's that's just so cool, and um, it's definitely my favorite technique in any manga for sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I almost didn't do it any justice with that explanation, because it was sort of like nonchalant, but it is really freaking cool. I'm not gonna scream at you to, you know, hammer in my <laughs> point, but I mean, ah, uh, it's just like, the visuals and the concepts nailed. It, it ticks all the boxes for me. Yeah, we did it! All right, yes. We, after a month of hiatus, we have joined Togashi returning to the world of the yes. public. <laughs> yes, indeed, yes. Causality has yes. brought us here. Causality has brought us here, yes. All righty, people. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next recording of... Manga Kaiwa Podcast! Yep. Keep, Keep struggling. struggling, yeah.